They say that desperation is the greatest motivation, and it's quite an inspiration as well. But do we need that situation? I'm at a crossroads in my life, and I'm hoping you'll be able to help me. That's what Rocks is about today. G'day, my name's Mark Bunting, and this is a little podcast I do called Rocks. And rocks, like a real rock, you can just carry it around in your pocket, you can make a road or a house or a wall out of it, or you can just heave it into a river and make a big old ripple. Totally up to you. So here is the rock for today. It's a short story with a lesson about Microsoft, which I found on the internet, and it is a cracker, and it really suits today. You see, I'm at a crossroads in my life, and I've just got off the phone to my cool father-in-law, and I was trying to get some advice from him. In three or four months' time, my term as a city councillor comes to an end, and I'm trying to work out whether I stand again and go through the horror of re-election, and do I commit myself to another three years of public service. Now look, it's not entirely public service, you get a salary for it. And it's been an okay salary, not a flash salary, but an okay salary, a steady salary, and you're guaranteed that salary for three years. Now we're about to head into the, the world's greatest recession, and all things point to the fact that you should sort of hang on to whatever you've got, but... Uh, here is my situation. See, on the side of my council career and of my radio career and all my other stuff I've had going on, I've had this business going. And it's called Profiles. It's a communications coaching business. And I get a great deal of joy out of this. And it's come to a point where I've written my own course. And now I'm working with some cool sports teams, uh, some amazing councils, some amazing corporates. And I'm really, really enjoying it. But I can only do it when I'm not working, around my meetings, etc. So it's part time. So there's an opportunity here. Do I actually go for it full time? And it's really interesting. I've thrown it out to the universe, as you do, and it's really bizarre. I've met some cool, cool people, and they are all business people who have gone out on their own, and they've decided, you know what, as soon as I burnt my boats behind me, I went for it. Do you know the burning your boat story? Okay, it goes like this. There was, I think it was a a Viking uh, leader, and they rode and sailed across to an island or a continent, and they decided they were going to oh, they were going to attack this continent. But what he did is he said, right, first thing we do when we land, we burn the boats. So there's no option but to win. There's no option but to succeed. So I'm at a bit of a boat burning moment. Do I go for it or do I not? And all these people I've met have said, when we burned our boats, our business just took off. When I gave it some full-time love, my business just took off. So I'm thinking about that really, really hard at the moment. My father-in-law, whom I was talking with, says, well, I'm from a more conservative generation, you know, I tend to go for a salary, but, you know, people don't tend to do that these days. So do I do it, or do I not? If I do do it, I'm out there, I am working for myself, and it's all go. If I don't do it, I'll never really know. And you know what? I'm actually going to run out of time. So this story popped up to mind. And this is a little cracker. It's a short story with a lesson, and it's about Microsoft. Now, I didn't write the story, so all credit to whoever wrote it. Uh, I just found it on the net. An unemployed man goes for a job to try with Microsoft as a cleaner. And the manager there arranges for an aptitude test. And after the test, the manager says, yep, you'll be appointed uh, on the scale of $30 a day. Give me your email address so I can send you a form to complete and advise you where to report for work on your first day. And the guy says, oh, um, look, I don't actually have a computer and I don't have an email address. To this, the manager says, well, that really means you kind of don't exist and therefore you can hardly expect to be employed. So the guy leaves and not knowing where to turn and only having about 10 bucks left in his pocket, he decides to buy a 10 kilo box of tomatoes at the supermarket. Within less than two hours, he sells the tomatoes singly at 100% profit. 
So he repeats the process several more times that day and he ends up with a hundred bucks before going to sleep that night. This is all on the same day. And thus it dawns on the man that he could quite easily make a living selling tomatoes. So he gets up earlier and earlier and earlier every day and he goes to bed later and later and he multiplies his hordes of profits in quite a short time. Not long thereafter he acquires a cart to transport a whole dozen boxes of tomatoes only to have it traded in again shortly for a, for a pickup truck and by the end of the second year he's the owner of a fleet of pickup trucks and he manages a staff of a hundred former unemployed people all selling tomatoes. So considering the future of his wife and children, the tomato millionaire decides to buy some life insurance and calling um, an insurance advisor, he picks the insurance plan to fit his new circumstances and at the end of the telephone conversation, the advisor says, uh, look, can you just give me your email address so that I can uh, forward the documentation? And the guy replies, look, I don't have an email. And the insurance advisor is stunned. He says, what do you mean you say you don't have an email? How on earth have you managed to amass such a wealth without the internet, email and e-commerce? Can you imagine where you have been, would have been by now if you'd connected from the very, very start? He goes, yeah, I would have been a cleaner at Microsoft. So it's a really fantastical story and I really love it. It's fantastic. It's about a guy who made made something out of nothing and just followed basic business principles of buying stuff cheaply and selling it for more. But what really strikes me is that guy was forced to take a chance. He took a chance. My question is, do I go into that situation voluntarily when there's a salary on offer? Often, comfort is your biggest disadvantage. Pain is a motivator. So I'll keep you posted. That is rocks. Thanks for listening.